Listen to 
Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. Listen to Your Community Spirit every Friday morning from 10 to 10.30. All the doors are closed one time, open up again. I'll be back in a high life again. All the eyes that watched me once will smile and take me You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. This is Orda Energy Mon, and I'm going to go straight to some news. But first, I guess I'm not going to go straight to some news, just to be a little tricky. The sun came out today. It is beautiful. And for the majority of people, a school is done. And for the rest of us, it is so beautiful that we have to go out this weekend into the woods, do something, because when it is sunny and chilly, I don't know, it just seems the time to get your blood running and do good things, because the woods, the earth, is making us happy. So, if <laughs> I'm happy, even though t- this whole morning was chaotic, I just barely made it to do anything this morning. My internet didn't work, nothing worked this morning. Um, even one of my vehicles didn't work to come to town. Oh, <laughs> it's like, so, it's Tree Song? Yes, this is Tree Song, and I also had a hectic morning and a hectic life, I suppose, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody could make our life easier, though. I forgot to ask for money. Yeah. How could they make our life easier? Well, this is the the spring membership drive. I want you to go to your phone right now and call 618-457-3691 and become a member of WDBX. And the reason is because um, <laughs> we need some self-confidence. Um not only for our show, but for our station. People need to show us that they like this station. Well, more like us. <laughs> so please pledge for our show. It's called Your Community Spirit. Yes. It is our. Our community. You know, as in your community. Yes. And you can be part of the team that helps, you know, keep that broadcast tower going and all the, all the organization going so that we can bring you these wonderful radio shows. So, four five seven three six nine one. And I am playing the sunrise ritual in the background, even though we don't really need any more sun. I'm going to get right to the news, which I said last time, and then I didn't get to it. Let's see. Do we have any happenings? Or I know the uh, 
The Big Money IMC has their free film Friday tonight. And then the Interface Center has their yard sale. Ah, yes. I guess what we'll do is we'll do happenings after our break. Ah, that's a good idea. Because I have to look it all up. <laughs> yes. Because I didn't have internet at home. Yeah, this is such a happening town that we can look it up during the break. But we do have some stories in front of us for the news. Wake up and smell the carbon. Aha. Uh-huh. What kind of carbon? Probably the smell of carbon of, what is it, hell? <laughs> um, well, wake up and smell the carbon. Al Gore launches a new climate campaign. Aha. Uh-huh. I heard about this. Launched from uh, profits from Al Gore's new movie and book. Al Gore has a movie? Yeah, I, the, I've seen the little clip from it. It's... It's, oh, what's the name of it? It'll say in the article, I'll bet. <laughs> um, nope. Launch from profits from Al Gore's new movie and book, a new group called Alliance for Climate Protection plans to spend big bucks on advertising and grassroots organizing in an attempt to impart the dangers of climate chaos to the American public. Focusing particularly on conservatives and labor groups, hoping that public demand will in Reduce more eco-friendly legislation. The group aims to quote get the facts. I say the facts <laughs> in front of the public more effectively than we have," said Lee M. Thomas, a member of the Alliance's bipartisan board. Thomas, who headed the U.S. EPA during the Reagan administration, says the f- effort will resemble a political campaign. <laughs> Paramount Classics, which is releasing. Gore's upcoming movie, An Inconvenient, inconvenient Truth. Truth. I remembered it as you were talking. <laughs> it is an inconvenient truth to some people. Yep. We'll donate 500000 or half a million dollars and a portion of the movie's proceeds. Gore's also contributing the advance of his upcoming book, rumored to be around $250,000. Hmm. Fred L. Smith, president of a free market lobbying group sneers that enviros are panicking because quote they are convinced that no one is listening (laughs) what's that fred we weren't listening (laughs) yes we were listening Uh, i think you have the straight to the source part on it oh let's see no i may have not quite printed out we had printer issues today (laughs) (laughs) we just had issues across the board this morning (laughs) So. so let's see in other news ah Far from the ma- the madding cloud, pollutants contribute to Arctic warming some more. <laughs> the Arctic climate is already sensitive to global warming. Now, it turns out human pollutants are kicking it, or rather warming it, while well, warming it more, <laughs> while it's down. According to a new study in Nature, particulate pollution, mostly from cities in Europe, changes the size and number of water droplets in clouds above the Arctic, increasing their ability to trap heat. On particularly hazy days, especially in the winter when there's little precipitation to wash out the pollutants, the effect causes the Arctic surface to grow 2 to 3 degrees warmer than it would be under clean air. Particulate pollution is known to help clouds reflect sunlight and thus reduce surface temperature, so-called dimming, so the discovery that it contributes to warming is an unfortunate surprise. The Arctic can't really catch a break these days. Straight to the source, Science Daily, 10th of May, 2006. <laughs> Musical interlude. Music, music. Aha. Uh-huh.
Guess what? Chicken butt. You are listening. <laughs> you are listening to your community spirit, the show about caring and sharing and, and preparing, preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Yes, in our eminently prepared way today. <laughs> we are prepared to change the world. Yes. One dollar at a time. One dollar uh, at a time, one <laughs> happening at a time. <laughs> um, let's see. Corrode to per... Perdition? Perdition. <laughs> Corrode what? to perdition. What's that mean? Oh, it's, it's a saying. <laughs> BP closes two more North Slope pipelines. Oil giant... Oops, I mean beyond oil giant. <laughs> beyond oil. <laughs> yeah, BP is shutting down two more of its pipelines on Alaska's North Slope at an expense of 22,000 barrels of crude, worth about $1.5 million a day. <laughs> Neither pipe has leaked yet, but BP officials have been monitoring serious corrosion problems, treating the pipes with chemicals to prevent further deterioration. The two pipes will likely be down for weeks while BP determines whether to report, repair or replace them, probably the latter. Quote, it's highly unlikely that the ultimate sol- s- solution will be replacing the line. There is enough damage, says VP v- Senior Vice President Maureen Johnson. Luckily, the two pipes represent, luckily, question mark, the two pipes represent only a small fraction of the 825,000 barrels of crude a day coming out of the North Slope. Straight to the source, Anchorage Daily News, the 9th of May 2006. Aha. Uh-huh. And in other oil-related related news, <laughs> oops, oil leaks all over everything. Oops, we did it again. <laughs> oops, I did it again. You did? <laughs> Not me, but they. Oil, oil everywhere. And neither dropped a drink. <laughs> and not in a good way. In its dubiously named sustainability report, oil behemoth Royal Dutch Shell reports that oil spilling at its facilities rose 50% from 2004 to 2005. Hurricane damage was responsible for a goodly portion of the spillage, and sabotage of a major pipeline in Nigeria didn't help either. The amount of oil spilled leapt from 7,000 Ooh, excuse me, 6,724 tons to 9,921 tons. We would advise not to try converting that to a mental picture. <laughs> <laughs> Nor this. A ship that sank off the coast of Freeport, Texas in 1976 has apparently leaked 300 gallons of oil into the Gulf of Mexico. Officials disagree on whether it is fuel oil or crude oil. Crude is less toxic but stays in the environment longer. The Texas General Land Office's Oil Spill Prevention and Response Team, goodness, what are they compensating for, <laughs> has concluded that the leak poses no significant environmental problem. And really, why <laughs> would it? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you know. Did th- you just say that? Yeah. Uh, an oil leak poses no environmental, no significant. Yeah. You know, 300 gallons of crude oil floating around in the Gulf of Mexico. I'm sure the little fishies will eat it. It'll, it'll be fine. Big, I just imagine a big old glob of oil just bob, 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 yeah. bob, 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 bobbing <laughs> along. And yeah, that may, that's happy thought. <laughs> so I do have a happening. This is for anybody who's going home to Chicago. Isn't Juliet near Chicago? Juliet, yeah, it's, it's pretty close. So anybody who's going um, home to Juliet 
um, over this weekend or is really, really interested in alternative fuel vehicles. Ah, I've heard about this happening. The Midwest Alternative Fuel Vehicle Expo is this Saturday at the Route 66 Raceway in Joliet, Illinois. This fun-filled, information-packed day features all things about alternative fuel vehicles, AFVs. And the NEDRA High Voltage Nationals Electric Drag Racing Competition. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. (laughs) There will be many types of AFVs on display, such as hybrids, flex fuel, E85, electric, biodiesel, veggie oil, natural gas, solar human-powered, etc. You can talk to their owners and ask questions about real-world issues. Again, the National Electric Drag Racing Association's High Voltage National features some of the world's quickest electric vehicles and other teams from around the country will be giving them a run for your money. (laughs) This is actually the national... uh, Teams compete in... You know, certain districts. Yeah, like regionals. Regionals, exactly. And then this is the national race that huh. this year is in Juliet. Yeah. And what day is it on again? Oh, it's this Saturday. And if you want more information, you can go to it's um, Midwest Alternative Fuel Vehicle Expo dot com. <laughs> yes. It's long, but it's easy to remember. Long, but easy to remember because it's the name of the group. Yeah, Midwest Alternative Fuel Vehicle Expo. Or you can go to FVEAA.org, and that stands for Fox Valley Electric Vehicle. No, let's see. Fox Valley Electric. I lost it. <laughs> it was, it's, this, um, it's the Fox Valley Electric Vehicle Association, but that's not how the letters come out. <laughs> One of those funny acronyms designed so, to confuse us. Yeah. Um, so that's Saturday, 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 Saturday. And if you need uh, directions to the Route 66 Raceway, which is three miles south of I-80, you can go to sh- ChicagolandSpeedway.com. <laughs> I have been to some of these electric drag races, and those cars can book. Yeah. <laughs> electric motor has more torque than the gas motor does. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a gas motor has a lot of torque at a certain RPM. Yeah. A- electric motor has the same torque at 2 RPMs as it does at 2,000 RPMs. Yeah. So, so right out of the gate, boom. <laughs> well, no, if they don't do it right, they're just sitting there, s- their tire spinning. <laughs> yeah, because like, <laughs> it's so fast. <laughs> exactly. It has so much torque. So they, I, the, the problem is, I mean, if you ever see someone spinning their tires going around town, it's because they're not a good driver. Yeah. <laughs> they have so much torque and they can't control it to the wheels. Yeah. That's a sign of a bad driver. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. They just need those little spikes to come out of their tires to dig into the road, get more traction. I want to go to this. <laughs> but, yeah, it's in Chicago. Yeah. But in other happenings, we do have a couple happenings here locally, too, on this uh uh, tonight, actually, this Friday at uh, 7 p.m., as usual, the Free Film Fridays. That's 214 North Washington in Carbondale. And tonight, um, I actually have to go get physically retrieve the film this afternoon, but the film is going to be But I'm a Cheerleader. If you haven't seen this one, it's a really funny and exciting and interesting adventure. That uh, you being a cheerleader? <laughs> no. Oh, that's the name of the film. That'd be that'd be another interesting adventure. Tree song is a tree leader. <laughs> but yeah, in this movie, I don't have the you know description in front of me, but I've seen it, and it's the story of this 
Uh, this young woman gets sent away to sort of a boot camp because they fear that she is attracted to women. And so they send her to, like, the gender boot camp. (laughs) They make her wear these pink dresses and, like, you know, the guys are wearing blue suits and they teach them how to be, you know... Normal? Normal. (laughs) What? But then she wants to run away. Nobody wears pink dresses. Well... (laughs) That's not... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. You know, they take... At the camp, they take it to an exaggeration. And it's... You know, it sounds like something that could be, you know, a very dark story, but it's also very, you know, funny and and exciting. I really enjoyed it. So that's tonight at 7 p.m. at the Big Muddy IMC. And then tomorrow, the Keep the Faith Interface Center yard sale. This is Saturday, May 13th, 2006. Yes. <laughs> um... If you want to have a space at the Keep the Faith yard sale, uh, call Will at 549-7387 or email ifcyardsale at yahoo.com. If you don't want to have a space, come and buy stuff from people who have spaces. Yes. And in other other happenings, the full moon is tomorrow night. So if if it's around midnight tomorrow night and you feel the sun irresistible urge to run outside and howl, you'll know why. Or you can do something else. You can meditate. Yes. I've got a little blurb here. Get together a few people under the full moon to meditate, and I think you should howl first. (laughs) Or after. What do you think? Uh, I think first. It's up to you. Howling at some point is always advised. So the value of meditation has been known for a long time, but the value of Group meditation is even more powerful. Meditation on full moon day is very auspicious and is a service activity to humanity and self as it invokes tremendous positive energy such as love, peace, joy, and greatest of all, enthusiasm. Yes. (laughs) So if you can get a group of people and do some group meditation under the full moon, do it. Yes. (laughs) Always... Good fun. I've and done it before. howling with a bunch of people is a form of group meditation. Yes. <laughs> I just made that up, but I think so. Yes. If you can synchronize, I mean, that's the idea of meditation is to try to synchronize yourselves. Yeah. Right? Synchronize yeah. and engage in mindfulness. You and can so howl very mindfully. If you can <laughs> all get that same timber of howliness... Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think you are synchronizing your mind. Yes. And I'm going to quit talking because, yeah, we need some news. Yes, we've had some good happenings, but we still have one or two news stories we can get back to and be time allotted. There is a lot of international news, and since we in America are not international, um, I still want to say that um, Bush said... We want to have peace here in the U.S. We want to have peace in the world as well as internationally. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The non-international. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you call someone who's an alien to the world <laughs> and lives here? An extraterrestrial. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Make salmon happy. Make just one salmon happy. The Columbia River salmon finally running, but counts are low. Three weeks later than normal, Columbia River salmon are finally running. Well, actually, swimming. Yeah, whatever. 
flying. <laughs> the fish left the Pacific Ocean at their usual time to enter the Columbia, which runs on the border of Oregon and Washington. Then they mysteriously decided to hang out in the 40 miles between Portland, Oregon, and the fish ladder at Bonneville Dam, where wildlife managers count the population. This is the second year in a row that they're late. Huh. Fish don't have clocks, I don't yeah. guess. <laughs> this year's count is 35,796 salmon, give or take three. Yeah. <laughs> then officials say it's unlikely to reach the preseason estimate of 88,000. Fishing season was suspended in mid-April and may not o- reopen if the fish count is too low. Quote, we watch the fish count daily, minute to minute, said <laughs> sports fishing exec Liz Hamilton. <laughs> We're really concerned about the fishes. This is, this is someone who goes fishing. That's really concerned <laughs> That's about the fishes. That's concerned about the well-being of the fishes. We're really concerned about the fish. Aren't we all? Straight <laughs> to the source, Seattle Post Intelligencer, Associated Press, the 9th of May. So even the fish run a little late sometimes. <laughs> Especially when they're diminishing in numbers and getting confused. <laughs> but let's see, in other news, another one fights the must. And another one down, another one down, another one fights the must. <laughs> Canada is totally over the Kyoto Protocol. Oh, Canada, what are we going to do with you? Besides invade when the oil gets too expensive, we mean. Canuck <laughs> 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 greenhouse gas emissions are 35% above Kyoto targets. And Environment Minister Rona Ambrose has declared that to meet them, Canada would have to cease using all trains, planes, and automobiles. Great flick, by the way. Thanks for John Candy. (laughs) The country's newly elected conservative government has already indicated they're just not that into Kyoto. Next week, Ambrose is due to chair an international meeting on how to strengthen the protocol. Yesterday, a network of about 100 environmental and activist groups demanded that she step down as chair, lest she damage international negotiations on a treaty that she disdains. The government is said to be working on a made-in-Canada plan to deal with climate change. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Is the word voluntary involved? (laughs) Straight to the source, CNN, Reuters, 10th of May, 2006. My name is Ord Energy Mon, and I want you to send me money. Yes, the spring membership drive. Send it to me personally, and then I will donate it to the station, you know, in my spare time. Yes. <laughs> but definitely send it to the station, and ideally do it by supporting our radio show, because yes. it gives us confidence that you do like our show. Yes, but even if, you know, you've just tuned in, you were expecting one of the music shows, and you're like, ah, what's happening? You can still support the radio show by calling us now at 457 457- Three six nine one, and all of WDBX will benefit for whichever show you pledge for. And the majority of the money goes, I bet, to paying the electric bill at this place because <laughs> electricity and the cost of all that good stuff has gone up tremendously. So yes, and getting the power to get the word and the music out to you takes some energy. And energy is expensive. Yes. <laughs> and I am out of energy, and this is the end of our show. So tune in next week for another exciting and informative Your Community Spirit with Or and Tree Song. Oh wait, Or the, or the Energy Mon. Or the Energy Mon. I'm 
de-energized. De-energized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you again next week. <laughs>